Hello there, this is Ed McCarty. Welcome to Hoofing It Podcast with everything horses and livestock. Hi, this is Jana Harrington Barkus. And this is Melissa Cowan. So Julie Baker has joined us. She is the founder of Horses and Heroes, Inc. And would you kind of just start out by telling us your story? Like, where were you from? And, and just kind of start from there. Sure. Well, thank you for having me on today. Um, what we're doing, we, we're very passionate about it. So my story is kind of a combination of a couple of different life events. So I've loved horses from the time I think came out of the womb. Um, I started showing an Arabian in fifth grade. And then we found um, a really emaciated and traumatized thoroughbred in California, which is where we lived at the time. And he was just in a dry lot, no food or no water. And, and literally um, a skeleton with some skin. And Aww. so um, we mm-hmm. brought him to our farm and being a 12 year old, I didn't know too much about how to deal with a traumatized horse, but I think instinctually I, I knew that I needed to give him his own space and let him do his healing on, on his own terms. And so it literally was, you know, day one, I, I could maybe get six feet from him. And then eventually I would take one step closer, one step closer, but he literally would tremble and sweat. Um, oh my if goodness. You, if you got too close to him and he had visible scars on his back leg. So I, I think he was probably physically abused. And so, you know, over time he learned to trust and I could do anything with him and we had a great partnership. So um, fast forward a lot of years, um, you know, I graduated high school, moved to Minnesota, started college, married a guy in the Marine Corps, and then we started moving around. So I didn't have horses for a long time. Um, But being a military family member, you know, we, we had the direct experience of living on base and having that camaraderie. And you really do just kind of have an instant, um, you know, connection with your neighbors. Everybody has little kids, you know, so it's just um, a really supportive environment. Um, And then we got orders to Kansas City and let's see, this was 1993. So we went from living on base to living in an actual neighborhood. Um, bought a house, moved in, and we were pretty much the youngest family on the in, on the block. So uh-huh. it was kind of a culture shock to go from, you know, just being surrounded by families, really connected to living in an actual neighborhood where nobody left their house. And it was just like, gosh, you know, where'd everybody go? And, and <laughs> yeah, how do I different. <laughs> So, um, and we were the only military family on the block too. So it just was, it was a culture shock. So that plays into what we do as well. Um, In 2006, I came across another um, opportunity to rescue a horse. It was an Arabian mare and she was in a lot and there were probably 20 other horses in this lot and they were all just, again, emaciated. She was covered in mud. Um, But I could tell from looking at her that she, you know, was put together nicely, had good confirmation. So I asked to, you know, have the owner bring her out. And she did. And she goes, well, I don't know too much about her. When she got here, she was practically dead. So we didn't think that she would survive. Um, And we think she might be pregnant. Um, And I'm like, okay, well, 
I'll give you my $200 and I'll show up with my truck next week and we'll, we'll take her home. And so, um, we did, we showed up with the trailer and the the old guy is like, you know, she's never going to get in that thing. And, um, I put the leader up around her shoulders and she leaped into the trailer. (laughs) Get me me the heck out of here. (laughs) Right to the vet. And yeah, she was, you know, she had a heavy worm load, very skinny. So, you know, just with a lot of groceries and a lot of love, you know, we were able to get her physically back online pretty quickly. Thank, thankfully, you know, for her baby that she was carrying. Um, now, I think she was she was not physically traumatized, but you could tell she just had a hard time connecting with people. Um, and so I think that was her trauma, just a lack of general trust. So... Mm-hmm. You know, um, years went by, she had her baby, it was a filly that looked just like her. Um, and those two horses were the foundation of horses and heroes in terms of those are the two horses I had when we started. Um, in 2000, well, let's see. I don't know what part of the story to share next. In 2010, I'll start there. Okay. Um, my stepmom of 40 years committed suicide and none of us even knew that she was struggling with chronic anxiety. That plays into the story. Um, I was working a corporate job and my business coach was, she kept asking me, why are you doing what you're doing? I'm like, well, (laughs) because I can, you know, I wasn't like all gung ho into what I was doing, but you know, I was paying the bills and, but I really knew in the, in my heart that it was not what I was supposed to be doing. So I was doing a lot of soul searching probably from like 2010 to 2013. I was like, what do you want me to do, Lord? I don't, I just don't know. This is not what I'm supposed to be doing. So I had a feeling though, that it had some connection back to the experiences of rescuing horses. Yes. And I felt like, well, that would be cool if we could rescue the horses you know, somehow bring in the military population because at this point, my two daughters who are in the Marine Corps got out of the Marine Corps. And so we were having these one-on-one experiences of all these different people really struggling with that transition. Oh, wow. So I was like, you know, it would be, it would be super cool if we could just create something to help these men and women who are transitioning and really struggling. Um, And I didn't, I still didn't know quite what it was. So I spent a lot of time on long walks and very prayerful and, you know, kind of show me what to do, Lord. I don't know. Um, I know what you're and saying. So one day, yeah. One day I was sitting on my couch and I had this almost physical, like poke in the rib it was like, well, get up and go Google it. And I'm like, Google what? I don't even know <laughs> <go to> Google. <laughs> I was still very naive. I didn't know that equine therapy was already a thing. So I'm like, okay, equine therapy. And so, um, I, you know, came across this website and I was getting more and more excited when, um, I was reading what I was reading because they had a specific program just for military. And it hit you. And and thinking back to what my business coach said, she goes, well, when you figure out your why of what you're supposed to be doing, two things are going to happen. It's going to scare the hell out of you and it's going to make you cry. I was like, all right, sweet, bring it on, you know? (laughs) So, um, 
fast forward, I'm at the computer, I'm reading this website and I'm getting more, more excited. And I see that they have a program specifically for military using the horses in this mental health modality. And I just started weeping like uncontrollable weeping. And then, well, I was terrified because I didn't really know how to, you know, go through the process of what had to be done. But that, that kind of vague idea of how to integrate the two things became crystal clear with, like instantly. Mm-hmm. And I wrote down the name of the organization, Horses and Heroes. I had a to-do list. I have to do the corporation set up. I have to file for a 501c3. Mm-hmm. I have to find, you know, I just, all these things, this do-do-do came to mind of what I had to do. And my husband is a pilot. He was out of town. He comes home and he goes, what did you do this weekend? <laughs> Surprise. <laughs> I'm like, well, I set up a nonprofit. He's looking at me like, huh? I'm like, um, yeah, I know it sounds weird, but just trust me. You know, the people that need to come are going to show up. The things that I don't know, people are going to come. They're going to know the things I don't know. And so I just had this deep faith that that's, kind of how things were going to happen. And it really has happened a lot like that. I mean, it hasn't been an easy road, but it's been um, just, I mean, super cool. And I mean, this is, this is the thing that I think I was searching for. Hey, Melissa, let's take a quick break. Thank you for joining us today. Our podcast is sponsored by Better Equine and Clinch Realty with Janet Turney. And, and now, now we're, we're back. back. So, here we are in, in 2022, um, we have eight horses in our program. So they've all been donated or we rescue from the kill pen. And we do that by design because there are a lot of horses going through auction right now that simply, you know, we're in a bad scenario, like the owners lost their job or they died or, I mean, so, you know, traditionally when I thought of a kill pen horse, I thought of, well, you know, there's like one foot in the grave. Yeah, it's not true, though. Some are that way. But when the first trip I took to the kill pen, I was, like, appalled because there was these beautiful young horses there. And I'm like, what are you doing here? And it's just saddening to see all that do get, you know, transported. But our, our focus was then, okay, so if we can rescue horses that have history of trauma, abuse, and neglect, um, those similar stories are going to help our clients. And it, it really has worked like that. I mean, we have clients that come out that, you know, maybe they were medically retired from uh, the police force or the military because of a, a physical or an emotional injury. And they really literally feel like they've been thrown away because they're like, what are they doing? I thought I was, yeah. was going to be an officer for my whole career. And now what do I do? They've lost their purpose they've lost their identity they're not sure what they do next so you know unfortunately what happens is a lot of them get caught in that cycle of coping mechanisms that are unhealthy which just you know kind of manifest into relationship problems family problems addictions I mean you name it it's just the list is is not a good list so what happens is we found that the a lot of these people that have these um, issues in their in their personal and professional life, 
really connect on an emotional level with the horses that have similar stories. And the really weird part is we don't tell them about those stories. It kind of just, they, there's, swear to God, there's like some weird thing happening where they will Mm -hmm. pick a horse, not knowing that horse's story. And it turns out that the histories of the two are very similar. Yeah, that's amazing. I've witnessed it myself, Julie. I know exactly what you're talking about. Yeah, it, it just, even the people are like, well, how did you know? I'm like, I didn't know. You know, we don't know your story when you when you come here. We leave it blank on purpose. So what we offer is an eight-week no-cost program. It's all ground-based, so there's no writing. Um, it's based on the EGALA model, um, which is used all over the world. So we're one of more than 600 certified programs globally. Um, we also have a military designation, which means that we've done, you know, extra hours and extra experience and extra education to work with the military population. Um, and so we're, we're the only program in Kansas City that has that designation. And then last year, we added um, the equine assisted EMDR. So EMDR is a uh, trauma protocol. And um, there's an equine assisted certification protocol um and we're the only ones i think in the entire region i can't think of another program anywhere even close that has the equine assisted emdr so that's really good for people that have an acute trauma experience or they have intrusive memories they just can't get out of their head um the emdr is really good at helping the brain process those memories so Again, we're, we're really focused on the equine-assisted activities, um, you know, a lot of um, trauma history with a lot of our client base. But the um, sessions are primarily funded through um, private donations. We get some grants, and then we are affiliated with the Adaptive Sports Grant to the VA. Oh, so some are funded that way. And then just as of last month, we're a VA vendor. So now we're getting direct clients through the whole health um, division of the VA. Yes. What a a service for the needed service for for that, for all of everybody. How many facilitators Um, do you have? We, um, we have contracted therapists. So there's, um, hold on, let me count. (laughs) (laughs) We have four therapists. We have four equine specialists. We have about 12 volunteers and two employees. Oh, that's wonderful. Julie, what a wonderful thing you guys are doing. Well, thank you. Like I said, it's been, it's been a road. It hasn't always been easy, but, um, you know, we hear all the time from our clients, just keep doing what you're doing. This is amazing work. Um, we do a lot of group work as well. Um, so we do group work with Valor Recovery. They're at, um, well, it used to be Signature Psych. I think they just purchased, somebody just purchased them, but they bring out groups that once a month. Um, and so they don't know too much when they get there, but inevitably they're like, wow, I didn't expect this. I don't, I don't know what I expected, but I didn't expect this. I mean, the sense of calm that they get to feel and the connections that they make, you know, those connections they make at the farm carry over into the connections that they're maybe trying to make, you know, with other people. So um, it, it gives a lot of these guys and gals the opportunity to calm the nervous system, 
you know, learn how to trust because there's a 1200 pound animal in front of you and you have to be able to trust it to do the work. Um, so a lot of times those connections and trust are really key pieces that they're lacking in their relationships. Yes. The connections. It's tough for them to make connections, isn't it? It is. Yeah. Oh my gosh. Well, it sounds like you're just, I, I just, I, I'd love to see your place. <laughs> How far, where is, where is it located? Where's your place located? Well, we're leasing property. We've been there since 2016. It's in uh, Western Shawnee in Johnson County. We're in the midst of capital campaign to raise money to buy our own place. We have our eye on a couple of different properties, but properties are selling very quickly right now. So we're really everywhere. (laughs) Yeah. We're like, Oh, please don't sell before we can buy you. (laughs) (laughs) And they're expensive too. So I I know that's a tough thing that you're trying to do. That's a big goal. Where, if somebody wanted to help you with this capital gains, where would they, where would they go? Well, they would contact, yeah, they would contact me directly. We have um, information, you know, based, you know, for, for them specifically uh, on property information. Um, And so they would just contact us directly and ask to speak to me. So do you have a website that we can tell our listeners to go to? Oh, we do. It's um, www.horsesandheroes.com. Dot org. Everything is spelled out. Horsesandheroes.org. Fantastic. Well, we're so excited to talk with you today and learn more about your horses and heroes. And uh, congratulations to uh, all that you've uh, been able to do and, and help so many people. Yeah. You know. What an accomplishment, Julie. I'm glad your dream well, came thank true. thank you. Yeah. Yes. Thank you. But it's still, it's a big dream. I mean, it's, there's still a lot to do, but, um, you know, just through a lot of perseverance and dedication, we're, we're doing it. Well, a lot of people have a hard time, you know, taking that first step to get their dream to come true and finding out what their purpose is. And I think that's wonderful that we were able to follow that path. Yeah, well, it is scary. Mm -hmm. So I would just say, you know, a takeaway for anybody that's, thinking about pursuing if it scares you then it's worthwhile and if it's difficult then (laughs) (laughs) well thank you so much for joining us today julie we appreciate you you're welcome thank you thank you subscribe with us to follow our podcast and please provide a review we appreciate your positive feedback which enables us to provide our free podcast to you You can find links to the website at ehalnews.com. Music provided by Ed Mahan. Copyrights by Everything Horses and Livestock.